Would you rather have all your trials and temptations removed or to be made more like Christ? Trials and temptations have a purpose, to conform us to the image of our Savior. Welcome to In the Bullpen, Up and Ready, a ministry of developing contenders. The call has come. You need to get up and ready now. And look who's coming up. High fly ball into right field. She is gone. James writes his epistle in the genre of wisdom literature and with the heart of a faithful shepherd. The half-brother of Jesus and leader in the Jerusalem church and at its council writes about pure and undefiled religion as opposed to the worthless variety, true faith in contrast to dead faith, and the wisdom from above compared to the wisdom of this world or even from Satan himself. He clearly declares fundamental gospel truths in a very practical manner, and he gives an exhortation to live godly in Christ Jesus. Hear now how James opens his epistle in chapter 1, verses 1 through 4. James, a bondservant of God and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes who are dispersed abroad, greetings. Consider it all joy, my brethren, when you encounter various trials, knowing that the testing of your faith produces endurance, and let endurance have its perfect result, so that, you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. Though James is the half-brother of King Jesus, he opens by describing himself as a bond servant, both of God the Father and of the Lord Jesus Christ. He writes to twelve tribes, the twelve tribes of Israel, who had been dispersed abroad because of persecution, possibly after Stephen's martyrdom. They had been forced to leave their homes and their possessions. James writes to those of the diaspora to encourage them during their trials, during their suffering. In our passage, he gives them a command, what they are to do when tested. And he tells them the ultimate purpose behind encountering various trials. The command, consider it all joy. The reason behind their trials is so that they may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. They were to recognize, we are to recognize, that trials are not ultimately brought about by chance or fate, by bad people or fallen angels, but by our good and gracious God. Question and answer number 27 of the Heidelberg Catechism deals with the providence of God. And it tells us that God's providence is the almighty and everywhere present power of God, whereby, as it were by his hand, he upholds and governs heaven, earth, and all creatures, so that herbs and grass, rain and drought, fruitful and barren years, meat and drink, health and sickness, riches and poverty, yea, and all things, come not by chance, but by his fatherly 
And why do they come? To test our faith and to produce in us endurance, patience, perseverance, leading to spiritual maturity, so that we are whole and not wanting, so that we will be made complete in being conformed to our Lord and Savior's image. Now we know that we await glorification to be perfected in Christ. But the process that Father, Son, and Holy Spirit uses in our sanctification is described in this text, in these opening verses. So I ask again, would you rather be more like Jesus Christ or to live a life free of trials and temptations? It is truly an either-or situation. Get your eyes up, fixed on Jesus, the author and perfecter of faith, and be ready to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. 